So what is up, guys? It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I'm still up. Chilling like a villain. Um, I've been in my office for about a good five hours, six hours, whatever. Did some Bible study. Did some time alone in the Word. Um, which is cool. Um, I, I, I've been really meaning to do this. Like, I want to do more Bible study. I want that one-on-one -on -one time with God. And I, being a rural youth pastor is not what it's all cracked up to be. A lot of times, I am very busy. Like... I mean, to the point where I'm dealing with a podcast, I'm dealing with work, um, not even talking about youth pastoring, but just my regular job, um, then I'm dealing with youth pastoring, like, this week I've been talking to one of the teenagers at Quit Coming over the summer, and then all of a sudden now, boom, she's, like, apologetic and everything, which I love her to death, I'm being really honest, like, this girl, if she would get on fire for God, she would be amazing. Like, she could reach so many people. She's just that phenomenal. I feel God's calling on her life. And that's just how I feel. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the ones that are coming. But, man, I, I tell you, um, the devil is fighting her for some odd reason. So, that's where I'm at with that. Like, I, I that this week has been just crazy and it's hectic. But, I mean, it's been very insightful. So... Um, then we had this youth outreach last week. It was really awesome. I've been talking to people that's been involved with that. Um, I got a person that's literally, they're wanting to come back. They're wanting to do more stuff um, with me, maybe going out and doing some preaching stuff. Um, meaning my next, next year is going to be crazy hectic. Um, maybe even to the point of me preaching the gospel every weekend, which is going to be cool, but it's also going to be crazy hard. Uh, because I have a life outside of church and outside of even my work. So um, that's why I'm kind of looking for opening my own business so I can have that flexibility that says, hey, you know, if I do two, two things this week, two things this week, I'll be able to spread out um, preaching and do stuff. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah. But we, we got a lot of things going on. And I, the reason I haven't done a Bible study, like one-on-one -on -one Bible study is my thing. Like I love that. I love the fact you can just grab your Bible, read. Um, actually, my setup's a little bit more complicated than that because it's like I've got my ESV study Bible, I have my ESV preaching Bible, I have my message Bible, I have my NLT Bible, I have my notepads, I have my iPad with Logos on it. I have my sticky notes, like, I have a lot of stuff that is connected um, all over my desk, so that's the reason why we're not doing a video tonight, we're just doing audio tonight, and it was crazy, because I did all this stuff, and I was like, guess what, yeah, this is awesome, um, so that was my night tonight, is I did that, and that's normally how my Bible studies are. Unless I'm going, like, out in the woods and then, hey, it's just a Bible in me. Um, mean Jesus, as I say. And then, um, I'm trying to think of what all we can talk about. 
about Bible study. Like I, my thing is, you gotta have that alone time every once in a while, you know. And one of the big things for me is I love that alone time, that one-on-one with God. And here, here's a kicker. Like, I know other people like that Bible studies with like a lot of people. I love that too. Don't get me wrong. I do love that. I love being around other people. But here is my kicker. I hate when you're doing Bible study and that one person decides, hey, I'm taking over the whole Bible study, and they talk the entire time leaving no room for conversation, leaving no room for talking. Basically, they're the head of the, they're the moderator of the whole group. And it's really sad. Like, that's not Bible study to me. That's just basically someone preaching the whole time. And it aggravates me. And that was always the downfall of a lot of Bible studies that I was with because you would have that. Like, we did a, um, let me get this out right. We did a, Let me think of this. It was a young adults class. And we did that. It was okay. But. Um, it fell under the lines of this guy that really wanted to take it over. And like me and a buddy of mine did this. And we ended up even fighting between ourselves because of this. Like he was always for that guy. I was always like, hey, we're the leaders of this group. That guy shouldn't be the leader. You know, he's not exactly what I call leadership abilities. Uh, <laughs> it was really bad because I even got to the point where I even thought the guy was demonically uh, oppressed because he was always talking about demonic stuff. He was always talking about evil things. He was always talking about uh, the books of the Bible that are not in the Bible. Like, yeah, I'm not even going to get into that. So this is what this guy always talked about and it always fell under that line of no you know what I mean like you just don't do that and um, so I always got weirded out when I got talked and I was like nah no Jesus um, <laughs> you know so anyways we got into this and I ended up leaving uh, the entire group, I was like, hey, I'm not going to be a part of this. Y'all do it. Have fun. And then, like, I tried to get begged back, but I was like, no, I just don't feel right me doing this. And then, um, we ended up leaving the church because it just got to the point where I was like, this is not where God has called us to be. Um, like, not to even talk about this, it's not even part of the Bible study thing, but... Like, it got so bad that when I announced that we were going to go to the church that I'm at now, Maple Grove, that when I announced it and I said, hey, you know, God's called us to this church, um, a couple of the people in the church, you know, got really upset about it. Even the pastor was like, hey, you're not called to go there. I know when, I know where people's called. I know where people's called. And I was like, okay, well, if you know, I should know. Because God talks to me too, you know. That was always my fight with people. Was like, well, if you know, I know. Because God talks to me too, and He don't confirm one thing and then expect not to confirm the other thing. You know what I mean? So I was always that person. Like, you know, if I'm talking to God and He's telling me to go here, you know, what are you doing? Anyways, that was always my fight. Um, 
But it ended up we left, and then we went to another church, and man, they were so excited that we was going to go be a part of another church, and we was going to be pastors and stuff like that, and it was just really awesome. Um, that's why I wish we was like that church the whole time. Um, there was actually a point before we left um, that I was going to leave and go to that church because um, they were willing to license me as a minister. And I was like, that's what I would love to do is be licensed as a minister. That was always my heart's cry for that. So, yeah. <laughs> but anywho... Um, that was always the downfall of one of my Bible studies. Like, I was always that person that, like, I don't like group Bible studies that much. And then we started doing one online um, over COVID. Um, me and a couple other youth pastors started doing these Bible studies. And it was really cool. It got really awesome. And then we had a night that really brought back memories. Um, a guy that we never, he was like a full-time minister. He had his doctorate in theology he was a youth pastor, and he took over the whole conversation. He was a new guy, and he spent probably a good two hours on Zoom talking about what he believes. And this caused me to really, like, I ended up shutting off Zoom, and I was the host. <laughs> And I emailed everybody and I said, I don't know who that guy was, but this is not, this is, mm -mm. I said, I ended up leaving. Like, there was, it was kind of funny because there was like a way you can take your picture and put it as your background. Well, I made it a picture of me and I ended up walking out of the room and going and doing stuff while this guy's still talking. And, like, I even messaged the group and said, hey, is this, youth, or is this what y'all think, um, Bible study is, and everybody said, no, you know, we don't even know who this guy is, and I ended up messaging, I emailed the guy, and I said, hey, this is the rules of the Bible study, you know, we conversate, we all talk, we don't take over the whole thing, and I said, it was really rude of you taking over, and he says, well, I kind of realized that, he says, one of the things I have a problem with, I am a teacher at a school, and he said, this is what I do, I take over and I do it, and, um, uh, I said, well, we don't do that. So he apologized, and it was really cool. Like, he was really nice about it. But, like, we ended up, like, not having Bible study for, like, a month. And then we did it again about a couple weeks ago. And um, it turned out pretty awesome. So then I started doing my own personal Bible studies, um, which I've done over the years, like, a 100 times a day. And then when I got married, like, I'd do it, like, once a week. And then just here recently, I actually went to once a month. And I got to start getting back into the rhythm of things because I was like, uh-uh, I ain't learning nothing if I do it once a month. Um, which I take my Bible everywhere and I read it and do stuff. So that's not the downfall. But um, anywho, that's kind of what I do Bible study-wise. Um, Y'all even got a cool little story out of it. So... That, that was, someone asked me about that. Somebody said, hey, what do you do Bible study? And I was like, this is what I do. Um, this is how I do it. But here is something that I think would be a good little conversation piece is, um, I'm going to give you a Halloween story. <laughs> it's just a real true story. It happened to me. Um, a couple years back, we were doing some uh, 
church services. And uh, this was like for youth group we had, um, it was like a third, it was Wednesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. We would do like little services and stuff. And we'd actually have like an after school program to where we'd stay out until 6 o'clock and I'd take kids home. And they'd do their homework or whatever. Or we'd play guitar or learn how to cook or whatever. It was really whatever went for that day. And um, like Wednesdays we had church service, but um, it ended up okay, whatever. It ended up like one night. It was really weird. Um, we had this person like in our parking lot. It was care. It was really scary because it was like. We, they were out in the parking lot. We had these big bay windows in this church. And, like, I looked outside, and I was like, who is this person? And, man, smoke's rolling out of their car and everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Like, person burned their car out. And this is before vapes came out, so we're going to talk about this. <laughs> so I'm downstairs. Like, I go downstairs to the basement, and I walk around the corner. And we had, like, a youth room right exactly where it was the junior high youth room. And it was right exactly where they was parked. So we looked out the window and staring at the person. Well, they had sage and was like doing something, chanting something outside. So I walk outside. Well, it was this lady. She was from somewhere around there. And she said she didn't like what was going on at this church. That she was trying to put a hex on it. She was a Wiccan and she believed in it. And she believed she didn't like what was going on. You know, it, she's talked to our pastor, and he didn't believe her. And she just feels like the devil's trying um, to stop what's going on. And she was going to be a part of that. I mean, this woman told me all this stuff. So I'm staring at this point. Because it was only me. Um, I don't even remember where everybody else was. Because I was the one looking at this woman. I you know, like the teens. I think the teens was already gone at this point, and it was just me at the church by myself. And I think maybe a buddy of mine was there. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> I think it was Joseph. Anyways, one of them was there, and we basically I walked out there. Like I went back in the hat. I went back in the church, and I said, "Hey, this is going on. This is what she said." I said, "I'm getting her a good deal with business." So I grabbed my Bible. Like, I had a big old NLT study Bible that weighed about 10 pounds. I knew if the lady came at me, I was going to knock her out one way or another. So I started walking out there, and she had that window all the way down. She was blowing that smoke out that window, and I said, In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind whatever demonic spirit you have, and I bind whatever demonic powers you're trying to put on this. I said, Because Satan would not have ground here. This is a holy site. This is where God has stepped forth. This is where God has said, this is what's going to happen. I said, this is where God has said that no demonic powers has anything to do with that. And I said, where God has opened a door, Satan can't close. And I said, there is no power in hell that can outrank God. I said, so therefore I bind you. And whatever demonic spirit you have on you, I cast it out in Jesus' name. At this point, this lady was freaking out. She was like, what in the world? And I had my Bible, and I'm just walking, and I'm going with her. And like she's reversing, and I'm walking with the car. Like, hey, she hits me. One way or another, I'm going to be all right. So... 
I was just preaching, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind you. And I touched her car, and she just started coughing, like crazy, outrageous coughing. Like, it was crazy how it happened. And um, she started yelling, the devil is a liar, the devil is a liar. And Joseph walks out there. Yeah, it was Joseph, because it was funny. Because Joseph runs out down them steps, and he has his Bible, and he's smacking that car, and he's smacking it hard. And the lady just kept stomping it, and she finally, she sped out of there. And um, we never seen her again after that. But it was just crazy how just saying, in the name of Jesus... I bind you, and all of a sudden, like, she just started coughing. Like, all the evil was engulfed in her, and she just started coughing up everything. So it was funny until my buddy started talking. And he's like, man, he said, come on, we're going to go, and we're going to pray. And I said, all right, we'll go pray. So I went to my office, started praying. (laughs) All right, first and foremost, my buddy's really... um, at that time, he was a Pentecostal person in a Nazarene church, so it was like a little bit beyond my pay grade. Um, I was a Pentecostal person, but I wasn't—I didn't know that was what I was. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't know that's who I was. Um, so, anyways, he's in there and he's going. All of a sudden, I hear him, and I said, "In the name of Jesus, I cast you, evil spirit, out of this church." And he's like waving his Bible and stuff. And I'm like, what in the world is this guy doing? So I'm opening my door at this point, And I'm looking out the door. And like the door was on the stage. And like I just seen something fly down the hallway. Like I thought it was on my house. I ain't going to lie. And I'm like, what in the world? And I said, yeah, I seen him going after it. I said, well, I know that ain't the mouse because Joseph would be running the other way. So I run. You know, we go downstairs. We're, he's praying. He's putting oil all over everything. He's casting the demon out. I guess it was an evil spirit. I don't know. And he's casting it out. He's smacking the the walls. He's praying. It's pitch black. I'm down there trying to find a light switch because I'm the person like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it in the daylight because I'm not getting grabbed by no demon and thrown in the middle of a hot. I'm like, no. Uh, I'm not dying in here today. So I started praying too. And I said, what's going on? And he said, just pray. And I was like, okay, I'll pray. And I was casting things out. And man, it was funny. Because as soon as we got to the kitchen, the door opened. And one of the ladies from the church was there. And it was like, she said she felt just like this mighty wind hit her. And she fell backwards. And I said, uh, I said, well, I don't know what's going on. But I said, all I know is I'm praying and I'm believing. <laughs> But anyways, it was just, it was crazy. That was just one of my crazier stories of a church. And, um, like, I don't, I'm not going to say that, like, you know, it was a demon or not. Like, I believe 100% it was a demon. I believe 100% that it was a spirit that this lady gave to the church. But I also believe 100% that this lady, um was sent by Satan to destroy what God was doing. And sometimes we got to stand up for that stuff. Like, you know, I believe 100% that in some ways, you know, there is evil powers amidst of us. I believe people can cause evil to happen. I believe Satan can use people to destroy what God has created. And there's sometimes you just got to stand up for what God has done or for what God is going to do. And that's why I have a very strict policy of... I'm going to stand up and preach the gospel, no matter if it hurts feelings or not. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I love you guys. Hopefully that was not too scary and y'all don't freak out on me. But um, I love you, and I'll uh, talk to you later.